Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just to say. Hey, Sarah, it's Dave Thornton. How are you? Well, how are you, Dave Thornton? You've got a lovely laugh. <laughs> Thank you. I put it on just for you. Usually I sound much more uh, unbecoming. Oh, <laughs> stop that. Listen to Dave. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. That was your girlfriend, Ollie, just talking to Dave Thornton, having a little oh. flirty flirt. Yeah, it's hard to hear, Tom. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't think that uh, when a guy is sick that you'd yeah. be so low as to get uh, his girlfriend's crush... Yeah. On the phone. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. <laughs> and yet uh, some radio hosts yeah. struggle so bad just yeah. to fill the silence. Well, you know what they say, mate. Never take a day off in radio. I know. Never take a day off in radio. I know. Do I have a job still? It seems so, but yes. you know, you never know, do you? I'm really I'm really happy you're back, Ollie. I'm, I'm ready for you to bring some great deep thoughts after 8 o'clock because if you open your mind, if you think deeply... You could win KISS tickets. That's right, KISS tickets after 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, that's pretty special, Tom. Uh, and I'm pumped to talk to Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys. That'll be really cool. Oh, it's going to be huge. Um, but, Tom, to start the show, I heard a shocking stat about children and iPads. You will not believe the stat, the, the, the figure, which is the stat, that I heard about parents and iPads. You could almost say kids these days. Yeah, it's a bit of a kids these days. Parents, come on, what are you doing? It's, it's These Days by Powderfinger, a real oh. high-energy song to start the oh. show with to really get us moving into the night. Hey, turn it up. Have a bit of a cry. Why not? It's a Wednesday. <laughs> Let's all think about our actions. I was pretty sick, though, yesterday, just so you know. Oh, have a lay down, then. Sweating a lot. Actually, I've got some cement for you. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Oh. We have questions. We're those boys that have questions. Tom and Ollie are our names, and you're on Triple M in half an hour's time. That morning surprise that woke you up, and kiss tickets after 8 o'clock. Tom, I think I'm going to uh, open up here a, a can of worms that every parent can relate to, yeah. um, and uh, every toddler can relate to. If you're listening, toddlers, welcome to Tom and Ollie. Um, but Tom, I saw a stat today, yeah. and uh, it's to do with the level of iPad use mm. that, that young kids, toddlers, etc., are using, right? Oh, the bloody now, iPads and the kids am I right? I know that you're an Apple fanatic, so you're probably going, don't great, you... this is great for my Apple stocks. No, I'm saying don't you dare bag the iPad. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, what I've found, pardoned. this stat says, uh, yeah. apparently kids who reach the age of eight years old, mm. by that age, they will have spent up to a year on the iPad. Okay, now where did you get this stat from? One year of the iPad use in eight years of their yeah. life. Yeah, where did you get this stat from? Instagram. What? Uh, a girl that I know <laughs> captioned her photo. What do you mean? Well, I guess so have I, you found the stat? Well, when, when I say stat. Yeah, she's just said that? Well, she's a mum and she's gone, look, it's great to spend some time uh, at this creek for the day with the family. Kids are having fun yeah. in nature. Um, it's a shame that apparently kids these days are having a year of their life. On the iPad by the time they're So eight. what you're saying is you've seen something online and now you're repeating it on radio. Well, you're doing a little echo what? chamber of false, of, of, of fake news. Fake no, news. No, it's not fake news. Call it a stat, call it a conversation starter, call it whatever you want, Tom. <laughs> the point is... I'll call it fake news. <laughs> well, it's not fake news. Because it's not substantiated. You haven't given me any type of call, resource. Call it an Instagram caption. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what it is. But it's still, it's a, a salient point, Tom, that in 2019, oh. parents will, will, will tell you here, Tom. Yes. The iPad is... Both a blessing, I believe, and a curse. 
Now, I'm not okay. sure which one of, of uh, it is more. I don't really know. I'm not a parent. But I can only imagine, I think as a community, we all understand <laughs> yeah. that there is a, a negative, in, insidious nature to the way that kids are don't attracted you, to the iPad. Don't you dare bag the iPad like that. Don't you dare bag Does it hurt you just to, when I say the iPad has an insidious nature? <gasps> what do you feel when you hear that? I feel hurt. Do you know what insidious means? Yes, it's <laughs> like the horror movie. All right, so look, here's what I'm thinking. I want to know from parents right now. One triple three five three. For you as a parent, is the iPad a dream or a nightmare? Oh. Is it is, is it a blessing? Is it brilliant? Or is it horrible? Or is it a bit of both? Well, can I tell you, my two-year-old nephew, right, <laughs> little Eddie, uh, we're at his two-year-old uh, birthday party at the zoo, and my sister, whose child is, had to go, <laughs> no, Eddie, no phone now. Okay. So he's two. He's not even speaking. Yeah. And he wants the phone. Like, so I think it's so innate these days with kids because there's C screens everywhere. Yeah. Is it possible that in 2019, is it yeah. possible to raise a kid without an iPad? I reckon it's not possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon. I think is. we've reached the point where it's not possible. Yeah. So, parents, help me out. One triple three five three. I mean, is it possible to raise a kid without the iPad? Um, but in your experience, is it a nightmare as, as I'm f- reflecting, or is it a dream come true? You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. New music from Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Driving rain, turn it up. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, Ollie's back. He's a little bit sick. So if he breaks into coughing, just so you know, that's why. He's just uh, he's just a little bit ill. So I'll take over if you break into coughing, Ollie. Yes, uh, thanks, Tom. I've shocked you uh, and I've shocked the world no, with haven't. the stat no, that children these days, once they reach the age of eight years old, yeah. many of them have spent a year in total on... Dancing. No. <laughs> I haven't finished the stat yet, mate. They spent a year yeah. on the iPad. Now you're yeah, shocked. Yeah, but it's not real because you've just well, seen it on an Instagram account and it's, gone. It's from Instagram. This is real. Yeah, and now, you had Tom, no source. If you won't back me up, uh, yeah. I don't care. But the parents will. Okay. I'm on triple three five three. If you're a parent, I'd love to hear from you um, and, and tell us your experience with with kids and iPads because I know it's hard. I mean, if you're a parent and it's you've got this easy sort of just golden gift of here's an iPad, distract yourself for an hour, mm. you, you're going to take it. How do you know it's hard? <laughs> I've watched TV shows. <laughs> no, I, I have six, six younger siblings. So I, I know what it's like to have <laughs> oh, okay. young kids yeah. who are yeah. amused by t- screens and whatnot, right? Yeah. I've watched a lot of hooli doolies, <laughs> bananas and pajamas, you, know, you name it, I've watched it. But if you're a parent, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a bit of a curse as well. And I'm wondering, is it inevitable these days that kids will always grow up with iPads or is there another way out? Well, Amanda, you've got three kids, three, eight, and nine. Is the iPad the hero or the villain? Goes from hero to villain pretty fast, boys, really? I must say. Okay, okay. Look, as a technological babysitter, if you've got some short duration tasks to get completed, <laughs> okay. brilliant. You know, and yeah. if you want to use it as a negotiation tool, like you need some short duration tasks completed by your children, yep. brilliant. Yep. Yep. And then whilst they're on it, you move out of your task and you need to actually get them to maybe hear you or do something. Yeah. Their ears become painted on. It's tunnel vision. <laughs> they don't hear you. They don't see you. They can't even engage with anything else going on in the world. Yes. And um, and then when you try to take it away, that's when the you know the villain and this beautiful child that you had becomes this you know screaming meltdown. Yeah. You know. And Amanda, um, is that common? Do you think amongst your you know friends who are also parents today describe the same thing? Well, I I absolutely do because I'll hear that you know they'll be yelling and they just can't hear it. You know the children don't hear, which is you know normal when you're watching TV. Mm. I don't reckon that my kids have done a year because we were late bloomers. We were forced to give them 
iPads once they um, reach grade three. So I've got a grade two and a grade three. And then once the grade three got her own iPad, the grade two got to use my iPad more so. Right. Um, but absolutely, uh, this is the, the new world, but um, it, it's, yeah, hero well, to villain. Yeah, Amanda, it is a stat. So if your kid is eight years it's old, they stat. have spent a, a no. year of their life on no, that. It's an Instagram well, post. I, I tried a... to do the quick uh, you know, mathematical calculation right. in my head. I reckon my kids are doing an hour a night. No, I've, done it, I've done it myself. I've done the math myself, <laughs> no, mate. No, you haven't. You've read, you've read an Instagram post. Tamikin, um, you've got uh, a young child yourself. Is the iPad a villain or is it uh, a hero? Um, well, truth be told, my eight-month daughter doesn't actually get access to the iPad or anything like that. Good. Um, but she does tend to go for our phones a lot, but we don't let her have them. And sorry, how, um, how old is she? Eight months. Eight months? She yep. can barely open her eyes and she's <laughs> getting a phone. Not getting a it's, phone, but you know. No. It's, it's more the fact of she goes, oh, that's shiny. I want to eat it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my partner so, has a nephew who is literally glued to the TV or his Samsung tab. Mm. And if he's misbehaving because he can't figure out a game, then he will do this squealing thing and you take it off oh. him and it's, it's all health breaks loose. So, like, yeah, not fun. Tom, you were no. saying something before, similar to that, mm. about your nephew as well, who, uh, at, you know, like Tamekin said, they're eight months old. Yes. As a, a, an open, a proud tech lover yourself, and love you do tech. love Apple, yeah. um, can you give us some kind of insight or an intelligent comment about why would an eight-month-old be so drawn to a screen like that? Well, I think it's shiny, isn't it? It's it's moving, it's shiny. I can't give you insight into the child psychology. Is it worrying? It. Do you think it's a concern? And why are they well, so innately into that? Why not go to a rock? <laughs> I want something smart. Can you give us an <laughs> intelligent you, comment, Tom? What do you, what are you expecting me to say? Something smart. <laughs> well, you're not going to get it. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, it's like talk back that talks back. Mate, you're a pig. Triple M. Now, Tom, we're about to move on, um, but uh, I hate to dwell too long on the iPad thing. Oh, but no. um, as, a, as an Apple you know, fan, yes. as you are, a yep. fanatic even, yep. um, would you believe that uh, the founder of Apple should yep. believe in his own products? Who? Steve Jobs, Tim Cook? Steve, which jo- one? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You mean, yes, he, he should believe in his own yeah. products. Yes. Here's this, my R. friend. R.I.P. Steve Jobs. The late Steve Jobs, yeah. Apple boss, yeah. didn't let his own children have iPads. So what's that's, going on there? That's not a... He doesn't trust the iPad. No, that's not a thing. I think, I don't well, think... Well, it's a thing in this article. This is from the Daily Mail UK. Yeah, but it, surely he's just going, kids, you're not allowed to use the iPad. Mm. So either he's not believing in Apple or he's a bad father. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst. <laughs> so I'm going to cough. So oh, great. Well, let me, let me give you this, Ollie. I'm going to give you a news.com.au hook here. Up next, a teenager has woken after going to bed with a headache, and four days later has discovered something insane. Woo! I absolutely butchered that because you were <laughs> coughing. Anyway, oh. I'll bring you the story up next. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Stop coughing! Rock's greatest hits with the boss on Triple M. You're with Tom and Ollie. We're those boys that have questions after 8 o'clock. If you can open your mind to have a deep thought, I might be giving you kiss tickets. But Ollie, we, we do have questions on this show. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've got a, a pretty incredible story. Most of the story is over within three sentences, though. So I then want you to use your question ability 
your questions to ask for more details. Not my questionability, which you're saying I'm questionable. No, no. your question ability. Very good. Two Thank words. You. So you've got a, a piss week story no, and no. you want me to fluff it up with no, some questions. Not at all. This story is absolutely insane, okay. right? right? This is something that you'll def- definitely see across all the news websites. Because if I told you the... Uh, if I told you the headline, yeah. you'll just click on it. I'll just tell you the story, though. <clears throat> An 18-year-old woman in the UK went to bed with a bad headache and lapsed into a four-day coma. Where? Okay. When she woke up, she was told she had given birth to a baby girl. Oh. Wow. Now it goes over to you, Ollie. What questions do you have about this story? Wow. So she's 18. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, she must have been heavily pregnant to begin with, yeah? She had no idea that she had a baby inside her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Any other questions from Did that? Did she have... Part of I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to... You know, it doesn't matter the answer, but did she have a partner or a boyfriend or... A... Uh, that, that is not detailed. Okay. It's not detailed. Um... The baby's alive, the dark question, but the baby lives? Yes. Wow. How do you uh, not said, know you have a living she baby? She said, I was worried I wouldn't bond with my daughter because I had no time to get my head around her arrival, but I think she's amazing. It's an absolute miracle. I wouldn't change Elodie mm? huh? for the world. That's my, my next question. <laughs> What's the child's name? Elodie. Oh, it's like Melody, but they forgot the M or something. <laughs> I don't, you want some more details? Well, you got any other questions? What's going through your head, bro? Um, I don't know where to start. I guess. Yeah, yeah. give me give me something else. To okay, the uh, she she did she had no bump. Yeah. So ha- so uh, are the doctors baffled by this? I mean, no. So here's the condition. Is she really fat? No, no, not at all. Right. She has a condition called uterus didelphus, which essentially means she has two uteri. Yeah, but still, how do you mask a baby? I can answer that question. Uh, so, because she's got two wombs, right? The second womb was positioned towards her back, so it went completely unnoticed. No, but where is it sitting? It's, <laughs> you can't. It's, you're going to pushing out an appendix out your back or something. How about this? Her menstrual st- cycle was still going throughout the time that she had the baby. Have you got questions about that? I don't know enough about the menstrual cycle to oh, know what that means. You bloody man! I, uh, oh no, nothing about dicks, but nothing about men. <laughs> So, she because ha- she has two wombs, one of one, one of her wombs was still working. Was still working. The other one had a baby in it. The other one had a baby as well. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's outrageous. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think we've exhausted your question ability. Here's yeah. the thing, though, Ollie. That is, it's really shocking. It's that... a big morning surprise, isn't it? Waking up to a baby. That's the most gargantuan <laughs> surprise you yes, can imagine. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm guessing we won't get stories of that nature, but morning surprises. What morning surprise have you woken up to? Has something happened in the morning? Remember that guy who went to bed and got woken up by maggots dropping oh, on his head? That We've was had that disgusting. story before. Yeah, yeah, that's filthy. So what woke you up? What was it happening in the morning? One triple three five three. Give us a call. In the meantime, this is the new song from Foles. It's called Exits. You're on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Good questions, Ollie. Yeah. Bowie on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions after, after 8 o'clock. We have questions for the lead singer of Arctic Monkeys. Right now, one triple three five three. I want you to give me a call. I want you to share your story. If you've ever had a morning surprise, you've gone to bed, you've woken up to something. 
It's a shocking morning surprise because in the UK, a teenager, an 18-year-old woman has uh, went to went to bed with a bad headache. She lapsed into a four-day coma, and when she woke up, she had given birth to a baby girl. Congratulations. She didn't know she was pregnant. Uh, she has a weird condition that you know, um, allows her, that gives her two uteruses. Was her family uteri. gathered around? Have no idea, mate. Or was she just alone and she was given a baby? So, all right, off you go. Before the songs was when you're supposed to ask questions. Not now. One triple three five three. Emma, you went to sleep. Uh, what did you wake up to? Um, well, it really freaked me out. Yeah. I was asleep yeah. and I woke up any other day. You know, everything was fine. Mm. And then I felt this really weird sensation on my stomach. Yeah. Like something was oh. like scratching my stomach. No. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And I'm drowsy. I'm waking up. Mm. Um, and then it keeps happening. I'm like, what the hell? And I start to freak out and I like shake my pajamas and a mouse fell out. Oh, oh it was oh. under your pajamas. It was under my pajamas. It oh. got in under the covers. Under my pajamas and was on my stomach. Napping with you. Emma, you're disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. That is insane. You must need to wash more. Oh, you. <laughs> if it, I mean, if a mouse is coming up to you and, you know, making home, normally they go to a bin. <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. What did you wake up to? Give us a call with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Fooies. On Triple M, obviously, it's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Uh, we have questions. Uh, how many times do I want to say Triple M in one bit? Hey, after 8 o'clock, we're speaking to Alex Turner uh, from the Arctic Monkeys. Super exciting. We want to know on triple three five three. What did you wake up to? Uh, a teenager in the UK went to bed with a bad headache, woke up after a four-day coma, and discovered that she'd given birth to a baby girl, which is insane. Uh, she didn't know that she was pregnant. She's got two uteri. It was all very strange. One time when I was about 20, I had um, I woke up in my bed. I was, mm. you know, staying at home. I had a yeah. spare bed. Yeah. I woke up. I thought there was an ogre in my room oh, in, this, in the spare bed. I thought it was an ogre in yeah. the spare bed, yep. but it, it was just you, Tom. Brilliant. <laughs> well uh, Liam on one triple three five three. What did you wake up to? I had a cockroach in my ear. Oh! oh. <laughs> Full size cockroach. I tried to get it out and uh, broke it in half and its oh. head, went, head went into my ear. I had to uh, take myself to the emergency to get oh. it out. Oh, how did they get it out, Liam? Oh, they drowned it with saline because it was alive and it was just scratching oh. out of there. Because so they don't die. It. They drowned it with saline and killed it so it stopped stop, um, thrashing around in my ear. Oh. And then they sucked it out with this little needle vacuum. Were you awake for all this? Yeah, man. It was oh, fun. Right. <laughs> That was horrible. Have you been called any nicknames after that? Uh, one of my mates has called me Roach Boy. Yeah, brilliant. Roach Tom Boy. And Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. I'm so excited, Ollie, because on Wednesday night, we like to do one thing, don't we? Well, like to... Yeah, we do a lot of things, but one thing we do every Wednesday, Tom. Yes, 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 is jump in the pondering pond for deep thought of the week. But it's a very special night. Because you know how we usually say no hookups in the Pondering Pond, which is um, you know where we go to have those deep thoughts? Yeah. Tonight we're going to allow kissing, Ollie. What? So, no, we haven't agreed on this. No hookups is a rule. Oh, no, mate. I've got kiss tickets to give away. That's cool. We'll allow kiss in the Pondering Pond yeah. for tonight only. Okay. But how about this? Up next, let's talk to the lead singer of the Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner. He joins us up next on the phone. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie.
We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, in the words of Parkinson, uh, our next guest uh, is an icon of the rock and roll industry. At just the age of 33, I'm talking about Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys, Tom. They rose to fame in 2006 uh, with their incredible debut album, uh, Whatever People Say I Am, That's Not What I Am. It was the fastest selling debut album in UK chart history. You might know them from this song, I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor. And Alex is about to start touring uh, the latest album, uh, which is the very quirky, quirky name, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Alex, uh, we're massive fans. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Alex, um, look, Tom and I uh, spent many, many nights listening to AM, but let's, let's not focus on AM just now because Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino was such a, uh, a turn for you guys. Uh, it was a real change. And I was reading and, and listening to you talking about the fact that you got a bit over the guitar or the guitar wasn't giving you the inspiration that you, were, that you had gotten before and so turned to the piano. Is, is that kind of how it worked out with that, this latest album? That's just right, man, yeah. I do apologise. Did I just address you as Tom when that, in fact, isn't your name? Uh, well, I'm Ollie and uh, Tom... I'm here. Is Ollie, okay. <laughs> yeah. Terrific. Tom and Ollie are both there. I'll yeah. ask the music questions, Alex, and Tom yeah, will just indeed. listen along. <laughs> that, that's how it goes normally. <laughs> listen along, mate. Yeah, feel free. Um, yes, that's correct. And is it yeah. not true that you yeah. had never really played much piano apart from some lessons when you were, like, primary school age? Um, I, I suppose that is... On the outskirts of the truth, at least. Yeah, I've probably played a little bit here and there as we were going along, but yeah, I, I, I hadn't spent as much time with it as as the guitar. First time I'd, I'd use it to write, actually. Well, the Tranquility Base Hotel has been described as very loungy. Uh, it's got real David Bowie vibes, which which mm. is really, really cool stuff. How did it go when you have to go to your band members? Because you sort of write the stuff a little bit on your own, and you go to them. If you're the lead guitarist in the band, do you sort of go, hang on, do I have many parts in this or is it more about you on the piano? Um, not really, man. No, there's a lot of guitar on it, the, the record. Yeah, there's, you know, like as much as, as, as there ever has been. I suppose the point is just that when I was writing the songs in the past, I've done that with a acoustic guitar or even with, the full band all in a room together. But, you know, I wrote the songs just sat at a piano rather than sat on a guitar. But there's still people shredding all over it, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex, I'm, uh, I'm more of a comedian in the group uh, of the two of us. I don't really do, do the music stuff. Ollie's really good with the music stuff, so I usually try and research a big question. My I know question... the feeling. <laughs> My question is, uh, the, your album, Whatever People Say I Am, that's, not, that's What I'm Not, became the fastest-selling debut album in British history. What was that like? <laughs> Brilliant. What was that like? I don't know. It's a long time ago, um, but I, I remember it was quite a thrill if I remember correctly, yeah. If you're a band it, um, of young lads, how do you handle that kind of ascendancy? Is, is, it, is it difficult to keep in check? Impossible. <laughs> Ego's bursting. Absolutely. Alex, I want to go back to AM now because uh, it, was, it was a time in my life where I was smashing this album on vinyl. I listened to it endlessly, late nights. I probably listened to it, I don't know, 420 times. <laughs> it was an amazing album. There is something we, uh, we deliberated. AM, the title of that album, what does it stand for? We could not get our hands around it when we were listening to this late night. Was it early morning? Is it after midnight? Is it AM radio? Is it Arctic Monkeys? What does AM stand for, please, Alex? It's, uh, 
Wait, it's Arctic Monkeys, yeah. It's Arctic Monkeys. That's what we thought. Well, you yeah. can catch the Arctic Monkeys themselves on their upcoming tour across Australia in Feb and March. <laughs> Head to tickettech.com.au. Grab the very final tickets now. Alex Turner, we will be there in the front row screaming along with everyone else. Thank you so much for taking the time out, mate. Oh, my pleasure. Nice, nice to speak to you. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Rock's greatest hits on Triple M. With Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's a Wednesday night. It's time to get naked. Get your clothes off. Let's do this. Deep Thought of the Week. And no more a fitting song than Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. You know, it's got that perfect pace, Tom, Mm. of a song to get you in the zone to enjoy Deep Thought of the Week. What it is is a chance to reflect, to sit back, and we ponder uh, the very existence Mm. and the very... Uh, reality of nature, yeah. of humanity, of mm. the world around us. Totally. Any deep thought that you might have that's trickling away somewhere, yeah. here's your chance of one triple three five three to to spout it out. Yes. Jump in the pond, as Tom said, and yeah. let it go. Yeah. Uh, tonight's a very special night because the best deep thought in the pondering pond tonight. By the way, you can get in the pondering pond by calling one triple three five three. We'll win kiss tickets. Oh! Oh God! Oh God! Oh, God. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hang on. Uh, That's so the right vibe. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, sorry, Gene. <sighs> Gene Simmons. I mean, I know you're a, you're a great singer, but uh, tone it down. The deep thought of the week is a chance to be serene. Let's remind ourselves of some of last week's deep thoughts. How can someone who's perfectly healthy have a baby growing inside of them with multiple problems? Essentially, your brain is a computer that has worked for up to 100 years and does not need a restart when you upgrade. As a species, we genetically engineer or selectively breed everything except ourselves. Brilliant. Profundity. Ollie, uh, I've got one help for you here. Clean browser histories are the dirtiest ones. <laughs> Deep thought of the week. Very, very good. Uh, also, I really like this one. Um... Humans are entertained by seeing humans pretending to be other humans. Oh, good. Deep thought of the week. You want kiss tickets? Join us in the Pondering Pond. Give us a profound thought, a deep thought, an amazing thought on Triple M. Rock's greatest hits on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Wednesday night, we like to get naked. We like to soak ourselves in a thing called the Pondering Pond 4. Deep thought of the week. It's really a chance to open your mind, get those profound thoughts, those deep thoughts. Some people call it sharp thoughts. It's not. This is the original and, oh my God, it's good. Tonight, the best deep thought will receive a double pass to go see Kiss on their farewell tour, their end of the world tour at Rod Laver Arena this November. Tickets on sale now from Ticket Tech. Uh, Jim. Welcome to the Pondering Pond, mate. What is your deep thought? Howdy, boys. Hi, Jim. I used to work at a supermarket. There was a set of scales in the deli, and on the back of the set of scales had a sticker which said, Before disconnecting, disconnect connecting connectors. Deep thought of the week. Not really a deep thought. Billy on 13353, welcome to the Pondering Pond. What's your deep thought? Uh, my deep thought is, if someone is granted three wishes mm. and wishes for those three wishes to be taken away, they will be negative one wish. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> deep thought of the week. Geordie, you're in the pondering pond. Take it away with your deep thought. 
I sure am. This is, a, this is sort of a shower thought, if you will. No, um, been... no, sorry, sorry, Jordy. No, hang on, no, no, hit me out, hit me out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the difference? Because a deep thought's a genuinely profound statement. Yeah. Yeah. What's okay, it? all right. Not a meme. It's to do with showers. That's that's the connection. Okay, so, okay. All right, so I've been wondering this for ages. Why why shouldn't you drop the, so- the soap in the shower, right? Oh, there yeah. you go. Now, yeah, yeah. I finally worked it out. So you drop the soap in the shower, you get, you get like that, that dint and it gets all knobbly yeah. and it hurts when you use it, right? That's got to be it. Is that it? Like that has to be the answer. Deep thought of the week. Join you, mate. Bailey, you're 14. What's your deep thought, mate? Getting involved. My deep thought is if you drop the soap on the floor, is the floor yeah. clean or is the soap dirty? Brilliant. Oh. That is the best. Deep That's... thought of the week. <laughs> A 14-year-old has beaten Geordie, who, who was 28. Who's double his age. It's Bailey, good, yeah. well done, mate. Ando, one triple three five three for kiss tickets. What's your deep thought? G'day, boys. The word non-hyphenated actually contains a hyphen. Deep thought of the week. It's the English language one, yeah, Ollie. It's a class like of hyphens, aren't they crazy? Yes. I mean, Tom, se- several worthy, tests. worthy thoughts. I mean, Bailey obviously great with this, that second soap one. Yeah. Also, Billy, though, Tom, for me, uh, with the wishes comment, I feel like Billy might also be more keen on seeing Kiss than a 14-year-old Bailey. Billy, you've got yourself. Kiss tickets, well done, mate. Awesome stuff. Thanks, boys. What? A bloody good deep thought. Just give it to us one last time. If someone is granted three wishes yep. and they wish to have those three wishes taken yep. away, they yep. will be negative one wish. Brilliant. So good. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Yeah, g'day, guys. Tom and Ollie here. Ollie, it's good to have you back tonight. Oh, it's good, Tom. Yeah, of course, I was, you were sick last night. I had to, yeah, stay home and um, sweat all night and have oh, uh, 18 oh, showers and oh, uh, 14 different oh, Sudafeds. Oh, God. But I had a good time. Nice. Uh, rested and recovered. Ready yeah. to go. Actually, speaking of sweating a lot, after 9 o'clock, I've got a question about towels oh, okay. for you. I mean, it's not as boring as that, but it's about towels. But uh, coming up next, Tom, massive story out of Sydney where uh, a home invasion involving uh, two men uh, has occurred. Someone has died. But incredibly, the defender, the guy who owns the house, might be facing legal trouble. Mm, that's up next. You're on Triple M's Tom and Ollie. This is new Jimmy Barnes, my criminal record. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, a very strange criminal investigation uh, emerged over the weekend in Sydney after a home invasion uh, went, uh, well, obviously bad, uh, and a man has died, which is uh, shocking stuff. But uh, I've got some news grabs that might fill uh, the story in for you. The identity of an intruder who died in a home invasion in Sydney's west. Bradley Soper was a personal trainer from Norellan in southwest Sydney and friends from his local gym are in complete shock. They say a home invasion is totally out of character. They've revealed that he had recently gone through a messy breakup. He'd also been hospitalised recently for kidney failure. And then more details surfaced about the intruder. It was early on Sunday morning he was seen entering the property of a business analyst, Johan Schwartz, in the suburb of Harrington Park. And neighbours say he looked like a zombie, he was barefoot, sopping wet, and it's believed he trashed the bottom of that house before the homeowner found him cowering behind a lounge chair. And that's when he put him in a chokehold and called for help. The intruder then collapsed. The neighbours tried to revive him, but he died at the scene, and that's when police got involved. Police did interrogate Schwartz, who, of course, was claiming self-defence and defending his family. Family. He's been released without charge, but police are waiting on autopsy results to determine how they proceed with that investigation. So to give us some insight into the details and what this means uh, in a legal sense, we've got Ronnie Maloof from Maloof Criminal Lawyers uh, to hopefully shed some insight. Uh, good evening, Ronnie. Good evening, folks. How are you? 
Good, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now, I have a question before we get into the more, I mean, I would say perhaps juicy details, but also just intriguingly strange details. I want to ask you a basic question about um, home invasions. Ronnie, what is someone's basic right when someone uh, enters their house uninvited, you know, intrudes? What is your right in terms of defending yourself and your family? Sure. Um, look, self-defence of yourself, uh, that includes others. In this case, it seems it's family. Uh, perhaps if friends are around, but family, property, um, reasonable force is allowed to be used uh, to defend all of those things. Mm. However, the most important thing to note in these circumstances is it doesn't give you a license to kill. Mm. Um, so perhaps acting in a form of brutality um, and seeking that form of brutality uh, upon yourself to perhaps even seek retribution for the intruder. Um, when it gets to that point um, or beyond self-defense, well, then no sort of force or reasonable force or acts of violence therein are allowed to be used. What I find quite intriguing, uh, Ronnie, is this, this sort of side story about these Reddit comments. So just to be clear, we've got Johan Schwartz, the, the Sydney father who has, um, after a scuffle, um, ended the life of Bradley Soper, who was invading. But there, what's, what's come to light is the fact that previous to this incident, two weeks prior, on a Reddit comment, he had, on an online forum, he had made comments saying, Criminals deserve to get what happens to them, uh, you know, words to that effect. Uh, and so it's interesting that now it seems like a, a Reddit comment or a forum comment can so somehow form a basis for an argument uh, in, in a, a court case. Is that strange? It is strange. However, let me explain it to you this way. What normally happens is it's got to be based on each circumstance individually. Um, using something as sort of like a precursor, as, as you've said, I think is a bit different. Um, and perhaps general comments can be made, but I mean, you have to approach each case um, individually and case by case. Otherwise, you sort of prejudice and you approach every case with a bias based on what people have said perhaps in the past. Mm. So, um, no, I, I don't think that should be the case. And the chance of the law changing, you know, potentially for good or in some, you know, tangibly strong way uh, after this case, is that likely? Um, perhaps, um, given the fact it's happened in the comfort of someone's own home, it certainly means that the dangers anyone um, would have or perceive have increased um, and heightened much greater than as it would have, for example, if it's a random occurrence um, on the street between two individuals. Mm. Um, so for the, the need for, for, for laws to protect homeowners, uh, perhaps, um, I think, is, is there already in the common law. It might not be there by statute. Um, however, it's there so far as the subjective test that is, you know, the threat and fear one might have in the comfort of their own home is much greater um, than as it would be on the street. And therefore, perhaps the force that one would use um, might be determined to be, you know, allowed to be using a greater force than as it would normally otherwise. Ronnie Malouf, thank you so much for joining us tonight. No problem. Thank you for your time. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. One, two, three, four... It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Good to have Ollie back in the studio last night. You're a bit sick, Ollie, weren't you? Uh, was. Thing. I was genuinely quite sick yesterday. Yeah, yeah not even a joke. Just... The quote that you said to me, what was that? Can you say that, that quote? I have many quotes, but uh, was it when I said it was the worst sickness I've ever had? Right. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Dave Mate, Thornton oh. filmed in for you last night. Sure. He actually ended up flirting with your girlfriend Sarah on the phone. Yeah, I was pretty upset about that. I was about to have a bath. My partner, Sarah, had run the bath for me. And then I get a call from you guys and you want to flirt with her. I mean, what's with that? You, well, you, you Sarah, meant to have my back. Yeah, but Sarah loves Dave Thornton. She does like Dave. And um, we she ended up going for a drink out afterwards with her. No, she, no, she didn't. 
Did she? Because I was asleep afterwards. Did she actually go for a drink? Yeah, we went for a cocktail. Oh, God. Oh. Well, Sorry. I, had, I, had I shouldn't rest, have I had a rest of it, so I just went to sleep. <laughs> that was the leftover sleeping tablets from that show that we did with sleeping tablets. I had the rest of it of the rest of it. Up next, Ollie, I need to tell you about a simple question about a regular household item that divided the internet. Wow. That's profound. And then we're going to ask you that question. And then we're going to ask everybody else that question. It's just questions all around because we're Tom and Ollie. We have questions on Triple M. Rock's greatest hits on Triple M. Simple Minds, Alive and Kicking. You're with Tom and Ollie. We're those boys that have questions. Ollie, I need to get your girlfriend on here. I need to get your girlfriend on the phone. Oh, sorry, got a sorry. What, question. Why? Because we got her on last night. Yeah, I mean, right. ha- she's been on twice this week already. Yeah, that's fine. Why do you keep getting my girlfriend on? Well, because I think... You, I th- you, you're a gay guy. Leave, yeah. leave her alone. Well, we need some type of female voice on this show. Do we? And that's, I've got a boyfriend, that's so your we job. need a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean that's my job? Well, no, you bring the more feminine. <gasps> How very dare you. Bring Ollie, the there's been a simple question about towels that's divided the internet. Towels. Towels. Photographer and podcast host, Abdul Dramali. Never heard of him, by the no, way. No. He asked Twitter, what is the correct amount of towels to own? He thought 10 was more than enough, but his girlfriend looked at him like he was crazy. Now, to be honest, 10 towels to me seems like an, an appropriate amount of towels. Oh, God. This is where things started to get weird on the internet, though. New York Magazine reporter Yashar Ali. Again, never heard of him. He said, as a couple, you should own a minimum of the following. 10 bath sheets, 10 bath towels, okay, nah. 10 hand towels, 20 washcloths. Sorry, Tom, I'll stop you there. And then preferably more. As the male of the, you know, the masculine of the duo, uh, I've got to say, I've never pondered the, the question, how many towels should someone own? Who, who, who bothers to ponder that? Who's asking that question? Well, I think it's because between just, men and women, there's a difference in opinion about how many towels you should own. Okay, well... So, Sarah, good evening. Good evening. Uh, Sarah, I would like to ask Ollie this question, and then I'd like you to respond. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Are you interested about how many towels you think Ollie wants as well? I don't think you want to know the answer to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Sarah already has a proven record on this show of yes. having a very high standard of everything bathroom, mm-hmm. bed. Yeah. Cleans, cleans the bathroom away. Her favourite shop is bed, bath and table. <laughs> so that might speak to the kind of girl she okay, is. Okay, okay. Ollie, as a couple, not as yourself, as a couple, how many towels should you own? Well, two. As a couple. <laughs> Sarah? Well, I have to do like a, men- a mental count. I actually, I, I'm, I don't care how many towels we have. I think we've got about six um, sets. So that's <laughs> I wouldn't even have seen it. All I know of is the green and the blue ones. And then there's the pink ones and then the other blue ones. And oh. then there's a white set. What? There's a white I, set. We've got a tiny Net- apartment. You made me put my stuff down in the shed, but you've got six sets of towels in the house. Yeah, I feel like that's excessive. <laughs> that yeah. is a lot of towels. That's a yeah. lot of towels. And by the way, I heard you there say white towels. Never give Oliver Morris white towels. Oh. <laughs> no. What am I, child? They're only for, they're only for our guests. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> do we have, well, I've never seen the white towels. When do you have you're guests? Not, you're not a guest in this house, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had your boyfriend, Seth, over staying at our house for a while. Yes. Time. I assume he didn't touch the white towels. I'm hoping so anyway. Why not? Well, I just don't Did think Seth he... get a white towel, Sarah? No, because he wasn't a guest. He was a member of our household. Oh, yeah. He was He'd make a mess of them as well. When he was homeless. Excuse me? Oh, you know, he's a, he's a grotty boy. Oh, yucky, yucky. Oh. He's a gross American. 
Oh, oh come on. Sorry, I'm Don't be rude. still a bit sick. I'm a bit uh, a bit rude. Here's the question though. It might it might seem pointless. Greasy, but let's get let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Greasy fingers and burgers and stuff. How many towels should you own? One triple three five three. Okay, four. Two is because you've got to wash them. So two is, so you're is just going four? I'm going four. Because yeah. two you have got to wash your towels yes, at some you point. Do. You, do. you could put it in the dry and that's bad for the environment. Yes. For me, for me, for me, I think you need more than four, especially in a gay relationship. As a couple, you need As more a than couple, four? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a gay relationship? Yeah. What do you mean, especially in a gay relationship? It's just, there's just more. Oh, you're getting wet more often. Well. Or getting more wet. Well. Well. There's double the amount, you know? Oh. One, triple, three, five, three. How many towels? <laughs> Are you sick? I am now. How many towels should you own? One, triple, three, five, three. <laughs> Here with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Stop coughing. Oh. That song's called Bang a Gong, Get It On by T-Rex. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Hey, if you've ever owned a towel, don't, 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 don't mate. One, triple, three, five, three. Yeah, it's good. It's a good question. Mate, you, you asked the other night whether people still buy magazines. It's better than, do you own a towel? <laughs> uh, anyway, now nah, good on you, mate. Have, having a crack. <gasps> Don't you dare. We're a, we're a good radio show. <laughs> Do you want a towel? <laughs> There's a more question about towels divides the internet, Ollie. Yeah. This is the thing. You think it's a stupid question, how many towels should you own? Well, but, yeah. but about 11,000 people online reacted to this. Yeah. So there's something in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but the article didn't say, how, why is the internet discussing the most mundane slash boring topic ever? Photographer and podcast. <laughs> Do you want to go through it again? No. <laughs> No, so the, the, this guy posted a photo and he, he said, how much is normal for, yeah. for towel ownership? Yeah. By the way, if you've owned a towel, one triple three five three. People aren't flooding to the phones. I said two is enough for a couple. <laughs> that wasn't enough. Cool. Apparently. I said six. Uh, my girlfriend uh, reckons we own six uh, pairs of towels, 12 towels. A lot of towels. Six sets. Actually, the green set has four towels, so we, <laughs> we own even more than that. Uh, get involved It's a bit of fun oh. If you're not doing anything right now why not, why not just get involved If you've never been on the radio Now's the best time to get involved Because and You all own towns you've, you've heard the question You're either lying Or you're rude G'day Tilly You're 16 years old Welcome to the program <laughs> Thank you Hey Tilly What's going Hi. on your, What's oh. in your pad Regarding the towels oh. Pardon oh, okay. how Yep how many tails do you own, Tilly? Um, I own myself five. Five. As a 16-year-old, you own five tails? Yes. But you're at home with your parents? Yes. So you've got your own set of five tails? Yep, they're all purple. All purple, are they? Brilliant. Yep. The purple set. <laughs> See, you ever got me for asking questions like who's buying magazines? Yeah, this is bright. This is brilliant. <laughs> you just this heard a girl radio. call up and say, I've got, got five towels. Yeah. That's the shittest radio ever. Well, we got Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Tom. How you going? Good, mate. I'm only laughing because I'm sick and I'm tired, so I'm quite... Shut uh, up, mate. Shush. I'm hallucinating. Well, you've moved out of home recently. Uh, I you've, sure have. You've splurged on some fancy towels. First of all, what's a fancy towel? Oh, a fancy towel would be something from Sheridan, something from Mize, you know, the nice end. Sheridan's oh, um, nice, yep. Sheridan's real nice, yep, yep. And the ones that I've got are yeah. 100% Turkish cotton thick pile. Oh, Turkish cotton thick pile is what I'm mm-hmm. going for when I'm getting a towel. How many of these? Exactly. How many of these did you get, Will? I bought 14. 14? 
14 towels. Mm-hmm. And I live just by myself. And I don't even have anyone to share them with. Oh, my God. Why have you got 14 towels, Will? Well, what, I what are figured, you doing in that house? Well, I figured... <laughs> newly, <laughs> I figured. newly moved out. You're 19 years old. What are you using these towels Look, for? Look, I'm the laughing stock of most of the people I know because I went absolute crazy when I moved out and I bought the best of the best of absolute everything. Yep. And I figured that, look... I've got, I'm at the stage in my life where I've got all the money in the world that I can spend without having to pay too many bills and support my own children and stuff. So I figured I might as well buy the best now and then I'll never have to buy new again. Like every 19-year-old, you've got all the money in the world, Will. Someone, someone has been fed with a silver spoon. Oh, no, good on him. He could be, you know, a tradie working hard. Good point. Unlike you, you know, Tom, you're a voiceover artist. You want to so. know how many towels Shani has, Ollie? Uh, Shani has gone. <laughs> <laughs> This is going from bad to worse. But if, once mate, again, if you own a towel, do get in touch. A one triple three five three. But can we hit the five minute mark talking about towels? Yeah, we're at four, so one more minute here. <laughs> Caitlin, give us a minute. Um, how many towels you own at your house? Um, in my house, we all have at least four to six normal towels, and then we have at least yeah. four beach towels each. Oh, you don't need four beach towels. <laughs> oh yeah, if you have a pool. Sorry, I mean, if you're oh, being, if you're being honest, Caitlin, is that excessive or you think it's a, an appropriate amount of towels? Appropriate amount of towels. Oh, it's a little bit excessive. Yep. Um, they're all colour coordinated in our house so we don't have arguments. <laughs> Good. Yeah. What, what's your colour, Caitlin? I have a, like a pretty light blue. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> pretty light blue. Matching your eyes, like probably. A, oh, she's 17. It's just an eye comment. <laughs> Matt on triple three five three. How many oh, towels do you own? Snorting's begun. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, good, Matt. Oh, never been better. Got, uh, 15 seconds to go to get to five minutes. How many towels you got, Matt? One. Yeah, good stuff. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Good to have you back tonight, Ollie, as well. Uh, you were a yeah. bit sick last night, so it's good you're back in the chair. Yes, uh, good to be here, Tom. Uh, I heard Dave Thornton did a, a great job. Yes. Good on him. Yep. But uh, Tom... if you, Hey, by the way, it was a great show last night with Dave Thornton. If you do want to hear it back, uh, hit us up uh, on the podcast, Tom well, and Ollie. there was one bit of the show I wasn't a huge fan of, and oh. that was when you called up me, and mm. then you got me to pass my phone to Sarah, my girlfriend. Yep. And you got Dave to flirt with her yeah, because up? you knew that she liked him. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting there sick and I'm, you know, I'm coughing away and she's yeah. giggling on the phone to Dave Thornton live on national radio. Yeah, and you wanted her to pour your bath, but we had her on the phone Well, instead. the bath had already been poured. So I just went, and got, I went into the bath and grumpily and, and had a, um, what do you call it, a sook. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I've done, Tom, yeah. I, you could call it an act of revenge, I guess. I did come okay. into work today with a moustache. Yeah. Which is not, that's normally your thing. That's my thing. Not my your thing. And I love when we wear matching clothes, like matching outfits. Yeah. I love it when we match. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that you've got a mustache. You're loving it. It's great. So uh, fun. Well, It's fun. I've actually know? posted a photo of, yeah. the mu- of me with the mustache okay. on, on our Instagram and Facebook account at yeah. Tom and Ollie. Yeah. Why don't you go and have a look at that now? Okay. Because um, I've, I've laid What's out a bit of that? a, not a challenge, but I guess. Oh, a lovely a, photo. Yeah, it's black and white. It's beautiful. I like that. Bit of a commitment though in the caption of, of the photo. Right. When you read it out. Nah, I don't need to read it out. Read it out. If this photo gets 100 likes, mm-hmm. Tom will shave off his mustache. No, you what? didn't say that. You say you said we'll shave his mustache off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, whatever the wording is. And then you uh, said, consider the... this revenge for getting Dave Thorno to flirt with my girlfriend while I was sick. Yeah, we've explained that part. The point is, if it gets 100 likes, my friend, on either platform, Facebook oh, or no, Instagram or Twitter, because it does go there, yeah. uh, then uh, you'll be moless. And therefore, no, I won't. less cool. Uh, well, I'll post a competing photo. 
Okay. <laughs> what that, that says, what if say? this post gets 10 likes, then Ollie <laughs> has to shave off his moustache. But you also shave off yours. Great. Because you'll look naked and stupid. <laughs> Such a stupid bit. No, we'll find out tomorrow the results. No, we won't. Uh, we'll see whether 100 likes have come in, and yeah. I'm guessing they will be. Yeah, I'm not shaving off my mouth. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.